Welcome to The Brian Buffini Show, where we explore the mindsets, motivation, and methodologies of success. My name is David Lally. I'm the producer of the show, and I know we may be in challenging times, but that's just why we've been working on shows to keep us upbeat and focused on the good stuff. Let's listen in. Well, the top of the morning to you, and welcome to the Brian Buffini Show. I'm very excited to welcome back a guest and friend of our program, Mr. Chris Hogan, best-selling author, financial expert, part of the Ramsey Group. And if you had a chance to listen, Chris came and shared on episode 158 when we discussed his latest book, Everyday Millionaires, a phenomenal book. We got into the nuts and bolts of investing and growing and building your wealth. And today I wanted to have Chris back on to get into today's outlook and what's going on in today's world. Now, for those of you who don't know, Chris is also one of our featured speakers this year at our Mastermind Summit. And I've received a lot of inquiries about this. We've been working with a metadata company that specializes in conventions, and they're very confident we're going to be able to host Mastermind. If it's any way, shape, or form not safe or healthy or whatever else, we've already canceled dozens of events this year. We'll be canceling Mastermind, but I'm very confident we're going to be able to host Mastermind. And we're very excited to have Chris and the most decorated Winter Olympian of all time, Apollo Ono. And I have a feeling by August, all of us, me and Chris and Apollo, all of us are going to need a little of encouragement, want to get back together with people. We might be practicing some good social distancing habits still, but at the end of the day, I think we're all going to need a little juice in the tank. And so with that in mind, Chris, I want to welcome you back to the program. Just thanks for being here with us today. Oh, my friend, it's always good to be with you. I know we are going to have a spirited conversation. I know we're going to tell people some things they need to hear, some stuff maybe they didn't want to, but they need it anyway. Yes, sir. And for those of you new, if you ever imagined what it's like to hear from God, that's what it's like when you hear Chris Hogan's <laughs> voice. And so, well, listen, my friend, let's dive in. And again, you're an expert at helping people with their retirement and building wealth. Well, I'd like to focus our conversation today on how to take care of our finances in this current environment. I've been listening to you. You've been all over the airwaves. You've been all over morning TV shows and all the national networks have you featured. And I've heard you share a little bit about what it means to take care of the controllables. And I really think this is an essential message because people feel out of control and you have a phenomenal mm-hmm. message on what you can control. Maybe you can speak to that for a moment. I sure can, Brian. I'd love to. Uh, yeah, I've been telling people there's so much out there that we can't control right now, especially with the government and this unprecedented time of dealing with this terrible virus. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think if we're not careful, we can get caught up in trying to control things that we can't do. You know, mm-hmm. Brian, I mean, I'm bald and you have a head full of hair. I can want it all I want. I can't grow hair like you. I can't do that. And so I've got to acknowledge that and just come to grips with it. But here's what I'm telling. There are four things that you can absolutely control. Number one Mm -hmm. is your faith. I think it's very vital right now that we're going to have a great awakening across this country and maybe even the globe of people understanding we've got to be connected to a higher power to have the energy to do what we're called to do. The next thing we've got to control is our attitude. Right. How we look at things. And I know you are a great friend of Zig Ziglar and I'd met Zig several times. And Zig told me you got to watch out for stinking thinking. And that's something you really need to be aware of. And so the final two things are your outlook and your actions. You know, what do you expect to happen? I expect good things to come even from trying and difficult times. And I'm going to control my actions. That means what I do, what Chris can control. And I want to encourage people out there Four things you can control your faith, your attitude, your outlook and your actions. 
Beautiful. And it is a big deal. And I think as we look at these times, there is so much that's out of our control. You know, we don't control what happens in Wuhan, China, or we don't control what happens in the cities we live in. But you know what's amazing, actually? People have been so disciplined in doing the social distancing, so disciplined in a free society. You know, it's one thing in a communist country to lock people in their homes and lock down a city and remove all freedoms. We have a free society and people are choosing to do what's good for their neighbor and choosing to do what's good for their own family and their own health. And I think it's more powerful. I think it's the strength. And I would say this. I talked to my brother Dermot this morning. You know Dermot. He's our CEO. And he'd been talking to our staff. And I said, well, how are the team doing? And he said, I'm 20 years at Buffening Company. He goes, I am inspired. He said, I've never Mm. been so confident in our people. And so this is why this can be our best of times and in the midst of the challenge. And everybody knows it. Everybody's having a family time that was unexpected. I have kids home from college eating me out of house and home, and it's fantastic. (laughs) We have dinner together every night for the last four weeks. You know, that hasn't happened in years where every single night we were able to get together. So there's a lot of blessings coming out of it. But there is some financial challenges, and we've got some particular things I've been focusing on for the real estate community and the housing community. But let's talk a little bit about the dynamic. You have two great words. You're the king of the slogans. I love your phrases because they stick with people, which is important. And as a great teacher, they can remember. You talk about protect and conserve in regards to the finances. Give us some tips on protecting and conserving at this time. Well, I think, you know, those two words resonated with me as I was really thinking about for myself. What did I need to do right now? And protect and conserve. I want to protect my mind. I want to protect my emotions as well as my resources. And so that means I've got to look after them. I've got to be a guardian around these things. And conserving means that I'm not going to do the unnecessary. I'm going to reel in. I'm not going to get confused with what I want versus what I need. And so I think Uh we need to conserve our energy because we don't know how long this is going to last. And we definitely need to conserve our resources, our money, and our talent to just really be ready for the long haul. So maybe there's a few subscriptions we've been paying. Like, it's funny, just things that we haven't gotten around to for a while. You know, there's a couple of drawers in my office, you know, catch-all drawers. And guess what? I'm five years in this house, but I suddenly got around to it this week, you know. And I've also been doing it. Like, the kids like the football on DirecTV. But with it came some movie channels and whatnot that nobody watches. So I called up this week. You know, I reduced my bill maybe $39 a month or something. But I just got around to it. That was 39 bucks, $480 a year. I was wasting. And yeah. there's a number of those little things that we can do. And like, as you say, without getting stupid, without cutting off the oxygen. And, you know, many of our folks are businessmen and businesswomen and they're leaders in their communities. And it's important that they don't cut off their business, right? You know, they can be so scarce. So I think... That wants versus needs, a very big thing. What would be a few other things you'd recommend or you're hearing through the Ramsey organization that people are saving money on right now? Well, people are definitely, I mean, like the gym membership, Brian. I mean, the gym Mm -hmm. is closed right now. We can't get there. Shut that thing down. That's $100 to $150 right now that you could be saving. But Uh like you said, with the subscriptions, I'm also finding people are taking the time to reach out to their insurance companies and getting quotes. Finding out if they can get a cheaper policy or getting that multiple policy discount that maybe they were too busy to take the time to do. Now's the time to sit down and do that. And, you know, people are being smart right now, and I'm proud of them. Another thing they're doing is they're pulling the food out of the pantry, Brian. You know, those can of lima beans you've had for about 10 years that moved with you three times, (laughs) eat that daggone thing. And look at the food in the freezer. Hey, I made some creative meals, my friend, but guess what? It worked. And I'm eating food that I have, so that means I wasn't spending money. Yep, very good. Very good indeed. 
what advice do you give for people right now that they were trying to pay down debt? They were on the plan, they were trying to pay down debt, and the coronavirus has hit. What are you advising people at this stage? Maybe they're feeling beat up, they were making progress, and now they feel like their plan's on hold. What encouragement do you have for somebody in that spot? You know what, Brian, my publicist, Mackenzie Masters and I, we sat down just a couple of weeks ago and we were walking through this very thing. We've been doing a lot of media hits on it and helping people okay. understand this. If your income has been reduced or you lost a job, number one, my heart goes out to you. But we've got to regroup and rethink and be smart. And so if your hours have been cut or your job has been lost, this is not something people are normally used to me saying. But guess what? Uh-huh. You're going to pause attacking the debt. You're not Uh going to be able to attack it right now. You're going to have to go into conserve mode. Move this money over into your savings. We've got to make sure we're taking care of the four walls. And, Brian, by Uh four walls, I'm talking about your housing. That's your rent or your mortgage. Next, you've got to take care of the utilities associated with that. Then you've got to make sure you've got food on the table and that you've got your transportation. You've got a vehicle Uh that can run with gas and get you where you need to go. So if your hours have been cut, you're going to pause attacking debt. Make the minimum payments. However, Uh Brian, I know your organization is healthy and you've been teaching people for years how to build Uh wealth and do money the right way. If your income is stable, then keep stepping. I tell them keep attacking debt, keep investing, stay focused on the Uh goal and following your plan. You bet. And, you know, we have thankfully a lot of people with a lot of reserves. They've been working our plan for a long time. We have some folks who they've worked very hard. They've done a great job and they built it into retirement. They have a lot of their holdings in real estate, but they had their retirement, SEP IRAs, those kinds of things in stocks. They've seen a 30% reduction. Now we've seen a bit of a pushback lately with the stock market. What advice do you have to someone who was either in retirement or close to retirement and they've just seen a major adjustment in that area? Well, here's the thing. The stock market is a living, breathing thing. I tell people, listen, the stock market is like the supermarket. You can go in the supermarket and get some stuff that's good for you, and you can get some stuff that's bad for you. But the stock market's the same way. So we need to be aware of what we're investing in based on our risk tolerance and based on our goals. But for the people that were in retirement and, like you said, have seen a 30 to 32% reduction in their assets, the big thing is, is we've seen this movie before. This virus mm-hmm. is a new thing, but we saw something similar with the SARS epidemic back in 02 and 03. The market dropped 12%, but by the end of 03, it had rebounded and it was up 19%, higher than where it was before. We saw it with 9-11 when those cowards attacked us on our own soil and the market took a hit and a drop. But guess what? We came back because we're resilient. And we saw the Uh same thing in the recession in 07 and 09. So I'm just telling people the market is down, but do not eject, stay focused and not finish because it's going to rebound. And when you stay consistently investing right now, you're buying stuff on sale and get ready for it to grow. Great advice. And I think the big picture here for people, 40 days ago, we had record unemployment. 40 days ago, the jobs report came in at 100,000 more than expected. 40 days ago, the real estate industry showed its hottest February in 13 years. 40 days ago. And the two words I hope to lose out of all this, I hope six months from now, we never hear the word unprecedented and social distancing. I hope after six (laughs) months, we've said it so much, we'd never say it will expand our vocabulary, you know, but no one's ever shut down a country like this. No one's ever shut down an economy like this at this speed. And I just want to encourage people as well. You know, it may not come back at the speed it shut down. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of people unemployed and so on and so forth. But it is going to come back. I've bought a lot of stock during this time, not because I'm trying to make a quick trade, 
but I'm planning on the stock market being 40,000 in five to seven years. And that's where my mind is at. I'm not ready to retire yet. And I'm thinking in terms of the long haul. A couple of things I want to encourage people, and just while we're talking here, we've been doing a lot of podcasts and a lot of messages. We've had Dr. Ben Carson on from HUD. We've had chief economists for the National Association of Realtors. We've been reaching out to a ton of people. And we have a lot of information laid out for people, especially in our community, on buffiniandcompany.com slash bcbonus, where there's resources for you. So buffiniandcompany.com slash bcbonus. And we have a whole bunch of free resources. Uh, for example, self-employed people for the first time can file unemployment. Well, what you can do about getting a PPP loan at this time for your small business. It's very important that you keep going. And the big thing I want to say, and I'm a guy who I've never taken a nickel from the government in my life. When I got in my motorcycle accident and I'm $250,000 in debt as a 19-year-old, I refused to file for unemployment because I'd never wanted to get on that cycle. But I would say at this stage of the game, the government has shut everybody down. If you're unemployed, and you've been self-employed. If you own a business and you need help, there is no shame in getting help at this time. The government's shut you down. It's going to open up here sooner than not, but there is no shame in that. And I just want to let people know, especially for unemployed people, by the way, if you just go to your local state and ask for unemployment as a self-employed person, they'll blow you off. So go to buffiniancompany.com slash BC bonus, and we'll direct you exactly how to go and get unemployment benefits for a self-employed person. It's a very different game. And I think that's a big picture. Obviously, look, you're a very optimistic, hopeful, look towards the future guy. You're an inspirational guy, Chris. And, you know, my wife has a phrase that many people coin called, this too shall pass. Mm. I think it's very important for us all to think through this because if we make short-term emotional decisions regarding our long-term financial well-being, we'll end up in trouble. We'll end up in trouble. So you can be too scarcity-minded. We should definitely clean up the budget, save everywhere we can, no question about it. But can you help us a little bit get past this too shall pass, take us out six months, a year, a couple of years? How should we be thinking now so we can be on the right path when this is all cleared up and life as we know it, it won't get back to the way it was, but it'll be some version of the new normal will happen within the next six months. Yeah, Brian, I think right now in this period that we've gone through, we're going to have an awakening. And I truly hope people begin to look at their financial situation on a little bit deeper level, understanding the importance of having reserves, of having that emergency fund tucked away, yep. the importance of really looking and understanding that we have to be in control. I'm going to tell you something. I'm with you with the government. You know, I think their job is to keep us safe. I want them mm -hmm. to focus on getting this virus contained and getting our economy back moving. But I'm going to tell you, listening to the stimulus check situation, you know, the bipartisan politics getting in the way of wrangling back and forth where we have hardworking men and women who've had their jobs taken away from them because uh -huh. of the way the government chose to approach this. I'm not throwing darts. I'm just calling it reality. And the bottom uh -huh. line is we have to make sure that we take control of our financial future, not waiting on the government to save us. And so as I tell people, I'm not worried about what's going on at the White House. We need to focus what's going on in your house. And so I think getting on a plan for debt reduction, getting on a balanced spending plan, a budget, and having reserves for the future and saving and investing for the future, if you can't wake up and see the importance of this, then you're not paying attention. Right. And I think, you know, the big thing is to understand not only this too shall pass, but we need to learn from this. And I'll give you an example from our own life, for myself personally, and also as the chairman of Buffini Company. So as you know, we're the largest coaching company focused in the real estate industry. So in 2007, when the Great Recession was upon us, we knew in our coaching program sooner than anybody did. 
that went on for six and a half years and it was painful. I had 400 and some employees going into that and I had 112 employees coming out. It was a Mm. brutal time. The real estate industry lost about 80 plus percent of its income earned dollar as an entire industry of 1.4 million people. It was a brutal time. But coming out of that, you know, I said to my staff at the time, this recession is a terrible thing to waste. And what we need to do is get more efficient as a company. We need to diversify our product line. We also needed to view how we had our reserves differently, how we capitalized differently, and we had to be able to be prepared. So I want to give people encouragement because we took steps and over that period of time, we learned from it. And what we learned was this. We had a year's worth of reserves as a company built up for our business. We invested millions of dollars into Salesforce and uh, very advanced phone technology. We already had 40 people working from home before this virus. We sent 240 people home once the virus hit. And for me personally, I have many years of reserves sitting in the bank, which I always thought was, oh, no, I need money to go to work for me and so on and so forth, which I do. The reason I say that, and I don't want to bum anybody out who's not in that situation. I was not in that situation when the recession hit in 2007 and eight. I learned from that recession. I changed my business as a result. I innovated as a result. I changed how I viewed cash. I changed how I viewed reserves. And going forward, when the next thing came, And there always will be a next thing. You know, in the book of Genesis, you have Joseph, and they had seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. And after seven years of famine, he bought everybody's land and everybody's cattle. I go, that's a smart principle. And so if you're not on that cycle now, there's another one of these coming six or seven years from now in some capacity. Pandemic, war, some other crazy thing, the economic markets, it happens all the time. And so what we need to be doing is learning from this, feel the pain and use that pain to make progress. And so for me, we've built reserves, we built technology, we innovated our business. I took my own personal financial position differently. And that's why right now we're buying and growing instead of dying. And so no matter how painful this is, this can be the ultimate personal growth experience for people and they can learn from it and go forward and build a financial fortress that can withstand any storm in the future. And so I know that you're a big part of that. If there's someone out there right now and they're just, what would you recommend for them? I mean, let's say that they're unemployed, they can't pay the bills, they're really in a tough spot. What advice would you have for someone like that, Chris? Well, the big thing for them is, I agree with you. I think we all get an opportunity to learn. They say information without application is just information. But information Mm -hmm. that gets applied has an opportunity to become wisdom. And so for Mm -hmm. someone out there that's had a job loss, my heart goes out to you, but I need you to regroup. I need you to regroup, rethink, and recommit. And what that means is, is you get serious about your future. And we all get Mm -hmm. dealt some cards sometimes. But here's the thing. We've all been through some battles. We've all been through some stuff. And we've got some scrapes and some bruises, but we're still standing. One of my favorite pictures is the picture of Muhammad Ali standing over Sonny Liston. This was someone that Mm -hmm. they said that he could not defeat, that Liston was going to tear him apart. And not only did Ali not hear that, he went in and did his job. So the beauty of this is we may get knocked down, but we're also the referee. So don't ever count yourself out. I want you to reach out to family and friends and peers and coworkers. Let them know that you're looking. And I want you to get a job. Don't look for the job, just a job. Because it's easier to find something when you got something. And so get money coming in. It's going to change your spirit. It's going to change your outlook. And then you keep looking and you progress. This life is not easy. It's hard. But if you don't give up. If you stay focused, and as I say on my radio show, when people ask me, Hogan, how are you? I say, I'm focused and not finished. That means I'm focused on what I want, and I'm not finished yet. Yeah. 
Amen. Well, it's great stuff. And I will say this. In the midst of all this stuff, Amazon is hiring. All the pizza companies are hiring. Walmart is hiring. They need drivers. They need delivery people. You know, many people don't realize, you know, Brian Buffini and private jets and the big companies and stuff like that. When I was starting out in my real estate career and I had two young babies and things were getting tight, I signed on to drive the super shuttle at night to take people to the airport, okay? So you do whatever you have to do. Just do whatever it takes. There's a power in doing. You know, some guys drove up here the other night in front of my house in a van. They dropped off a package. It looked like it was a hit from the mafia. It turned out they were part-time people working for Amazon, driving their own van. You know, so there are companies hiring by the hundreds of thousands right now, and you can be doing something to bring in a few extra bucks that it's considered essential work. Put a mask on, wear a pair of gloves, take care of your family, and do something. You can get out of the house and get the bills paying. And I do think this, you know, the last recession, it lasted for six years. You know, this deal right here, it's going to be months. It won't be years. It's going to be months. There is an end date. I've talked to some of my business associates in China and South Korea that we have business relationships with. They're already opened up for business back there. It was about 10 weeks from start to finish. I know the Mm. president just formed a task force on opening up the country. We're dealing with some metadata companies that are giving us data to help know based on the marketplace, on the virus, and so on and so forth, where they're going to open up the markets first, and they're going to do it in a staggered effect. So we know this. You know, help is on the way. We're in the middle of the storm. It's like the hurricane's blowing over the top of the house right now, but it's important not to lose the house in between your two ears. And so, Chris, you're a special guy. You've got a special spirit. I think you've got a path in front of you that's spectacular. I want to share with everybody right now, for the last, I don't know how many years and years and years, when somebody needs to start the budgeting process, I've always encouraged them to get Dave's book, Total Money Makeover. It was great then. It's great now. It's just the most phenomenal place to start. I know we've helped sell hundreds of thousands of copies of that book because it's so helpful in getting somebody started. I also think Everyday Millionaire is a book. Now is the time to read it. You have time Mm -hmm. on your hands. Be a student. You prepare in peacetime so you don't bleed in war. Now is the time. Get your mind on being a millionaire today because when the gates open and they open up the door, you're ready to go. You have a plan. You have a set of goals. I love the simplicity. I love the power. I love the encouragement. And as a blue-collar guy, a house painter's son who was an immigrant who came to America, you know, I became an everyday millionaire. And I love the idea of us. I love the spirit of it. To me, it's the very essence of America. It's the reason I got into the real estate business, and it's the reason why I champion the real estate business today, because there's everyday millionaires made every day in real estate. I encourage everybody to get a copy of that book, and now's the time. You got a chance to read it. Now you got a chance to apply it. Yes. When the doors open up, we want everybody to make 12 months worth of income and nine months worth of work. That's our goal. <laughs> final words, Chris. Final words you have for our audience today. Maybe a final word of encouragement. Well, I'm going to tell everyone out there that, uh, listen, where we are right now is a great opportunity to learn. And as you said, we've got more time than we're used to having. I want you to use that in a smart way. But uh, it's also, I want us to focus on the spirit of gratitude. It's so easy to get caught up in what we don't have. I think it's important for us to be aware of what we do. I sent out a tweet several years ago and it went viral. I said, it's hard to be hateful when you're grateful. And so I want to encourage people out there to write down some things you're grateful for. It's really easy to get caught up in what you don't have, but be grateful and make that list. And I make a post-it note of three to four things each and every day, and I slap them on my door. And so that spirit and that mindset helps you to change your outset and where you are. You're not done. You are not done. And so be encouraged. Stay focused. You're not finished. Keep feeding your mind positive stuff and keep taking steps. Well, that's a good life. And you're a good man. And I can't agree more with that. We love it. It's the power that keeps on giving. 
And I think there's so many things. We've lost a lot of convenience. But when you think hmm. right now, I, I've talked to people I haven't talked to in years. I've had interactions or conversations. We wouldn't be talking today, Chris. We'd be seeing each other at Mastermind. But we That's wouldn't right. be talking today. if there were, And so there's been a lot of rich experiences and conversations. Obviously, people are sick. There's people dying. It's a brutal situation. But there is still an awful lot to be grateful for. It's still a good life. It's not always a great life. But we can have a great future. Chris, I thank you for all you're doing. I appreciate you keep hitting the airwaves, bringing this positivity to all these TV shows and radio shows. I hope everyone gets a copy of Everyday Millionaires. And more importantly, I hope everyone becomes an Everyday Millionaire. Thanks for joining me today, pal. God bless. Really appreciate you joining our show. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure. Well, that was a pleasure. What a positive force he is. He has a great story. Okay. Chris Hogan was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And he's come from humble beginnings to build a great success. And that's still the opportunity in this life. And that's still the opportunity here for every one of us listening. There's still great times ahead. And I'm talking to you today about the things I've done to protect our company and our family. But I hear the thing. I've been through the ringer a bunch of times. And so this might be your turn going through the ringer. I just want you to know it is still a good life. And good days are still ahead. And this too is going to pass. And you can use this time to really focus in on the areas that you need to improve. And if one of them's finances, now is the time to get serious. Get serious about earning, serious about growing. Maybe it's time to seriously get a coach. And there's no doubt, we know this, that the average person working with one of our coaches makes 10 times that of their nearest competitors, 10 times. And we've been doing it for 25 years. So I hope that's the case for some of you. If it's time to get a coach, go and contact Buffini and Company. Most of our coaches, work with people in the real estate industry, but we actually serve people in 47 businesses outside of real estate, believe it or not. So maybe you know someone who needs to get their business on track right now. Time to go get a coach at Buffini Company. Go to buffinicompany.com and we'll be happy to help them. So let me leave you with the Irish blessing that we always like to have. And I mean it more than ever before. May the roads rise up to meet you and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and that's a money verse. And may the sunshine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold us all in the hollow of his hand. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.